elevate. I hope you're enjoying, I hope you're learning, and I hope that you're growing. This next video from Pastor Chris is on your spiritual health, your growth, leadership, and shepherding. Really hone in on each of those line items as Pastor Chris shares his heart on how we can grow deeper and better in each of those areas. Welcome back. Thrilled to have you back at Elevate as we seek to elevate the leadership, the ministry of every single person on the Faith Promise team. So we're, we're thrilled that you're sticking with it. We're thrilled that you're growing, that you care enough to invest in yourself and in the kingdom of God. So welcome back. Let's talk about it, think about it. This is all in line with the DNA of Faith Promise Church, leadership, ministry, shepherding others. Those things are not easy at any level. Uh, but, but let me tell you what's critical about leadership and ministry and shepherding. That is self-leadership as it begins with you, as it begins with me. It's critical. If you can't lead yourself, there's no way that you'll be able to lead other people. And so we want to help you be healthy. We want to help you grow. We want to help you learn. We want to help you be the best you that you can be. And that's what God has called us to do. And you're a part of that and you growing, and then you'll be a part of the overall team, helping the whole body of faith promise to grow. So if you can't lead yourself, it's going to be really problematic that you're going to help other people, that they're going to be able to elevate and go above where they are. If you've ever been on a plane, I've said this a ton before, but if you've ever been on a plane, as that plane gets ready to take off, the flight attendants give the safety briefing or there's a video. And one of the things they always say, if the cabin pressure reduces, air, masks will fall from the ceiling, put yours on first. Then you'll be able to help other people. See, if you can't get yourself growing, if you can't get your mask on, if you can't get oxygen, if you can't grow, then you can't help anyone else. And so we care about you, not today, not this week, not this year. We care about your health and the health of the, all the Body of Faith Promise in a long-term deal. So let me give you just some thoughts and just break this down in a couple things. Number one, your spiritual health. There's no way to overstress the importance of this. It's important to us, and can I tell you, even to a greater degree, it's important to the Lord that you be healthy, that you that you grow. It's, it is just clear, even in the natural world, healthy things grow. Healthy trees grow, healthy flowers grow, healthy people grow. And so your spiritual health is paramount. You know, a lot of churches say, we just need to win people to Jesus, and we do. But once we reach them, then we have to teach them. We have to help people grow. It's really the flip side of the same coin of Matthew 28. You know, reaching them, baptizing them, and teaching them to observe all that Christ commanded us. So it's, 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 it's not either or, it is literally both and. Because can I tell you, stagnation, it, it's not a healthy condition. It's not a healthy condition in the real world, in the natural world. It's not healthy if you're married. It's not healthy in any way. And it's certainly not healthy for your spiritual walk. And so your, your elevation is, is paramount for us. You know, Jesus is walking and there's a fig tree in full bloom. 
and he walks up expecting to get a fruit, a fig, and there's no fig. And Jesus curses the fig tree because there is no fig. And, and you read the parables and you read the four gospels, Jesus is always talking about fruitfulness, about growth, about health. He celebrates it in, in John chapter 15, verse eight. My father is glorified in this, that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. If you are not healthy, you cannot bear fruit. Jesus goes on, he talks about, you know, the, the guy gave five talents and he doubled those. He gave two talents and he doubled it. He's always elevating. He is always moving in the aspect of us bearing fruit. If we are not, if we are not healthy, we will never be fruitful. Does that make sense? So we want to help you. Number two is spiritual growth. And if you've been around long, you've heard me talk about this, but a personal growth plan. Please, 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 please invest some time. Put the oxygen mask on. Invest in yourself and develop a growth plan. Every, no, no commentator would disagree with this statement. The number one command of the Bible is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. And so we know that's paramount, priority, the number one deal. And yet, do you know that most people say that they love God and are going to spend forever with God, have no plan to learn to love God more? I wrote a book, The Plan of Your Life. Every book that I put out since then has in it a personal growth plan. You can go to my website and get it. It's all free. It's about taking the the disciplines that God has for us and quantifying them so that those disciplines that are doors for us to walk through to connect with God to help us grow spiritually. It says in the book of Jude, verse 20, but you beloved, that's the people of God, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith. It is the desire, the design, and the destiny of God imprinted and planted into your heart that you would grow. Does, does this make sense? And so that you would grow spiritually, that you would be healthy. We want to create a, an atmosphere at Faith Promise that everybody is, is growing, that it's just a value that, that we're equipping you, you're equipping others, you're growing, they're growing, that it, that it literally is a part of our DNA it's a part of our culture that people would say, hey, tell me about your growth plan or, or hey, tell me about your word for the year. I ask people all the time because I encourage everyone to pick a word for the year. What's your word for the year? What do you focus on? How can I pray for you? That we would create an atmosphere that is infused and infected with the DNA of personal growth. That it's just a part of who we are, the, the growth plan. That it's, that it's almost assumed that it's gonna be automatic. Now we don't grow automatically, but that we were all moving in the direction of, of spiritual health and spiritual growth. It is just all the way around. It's in Colossians chapter two, verse 19. And it's uh, talking about the head Jesus, from whom the entire body being supplied and held together by the joints and ligaments grows with a growth that is from God. And so it is just part of the design of God that we grow, that we be healthy and that we grow. Number three, that we move forward in spiritual leadership. First with ourself, self-leadership. And then as we learn to lead ourselves and we are growing, we're healthy and we're growing, 
then we begin to interject, we begin to pour into, we begin to then build others. Helping them, really when we think about spiritual leadership, it is helping people be more like Jesus. Now I love what the Apostle Paul said. It's one of the boldest statements in the New Testament. He said, if you'll act like me, you'll be like Jesus. He said, I'm following him. So my, really, honestly, my goal of, of, for the staff and people that I disciple and even this Elevate is not to make you more like me because I'm flawed and I fail. It's to help you be more like him, the one that died for us, helping people be more like the master. When the student, Jesus said, is fully trained, he will be like unto the teacher. So we want to help them. So spiritual leadership, creating literally a culture at Faith Promise that people want to climb up the spiritual leadership ladder, that they want to grow as individuals, they want to pour into others, and they step up into the role. We really start looking at people, honestly, in the fourth, fifth grade, sixth grade, as they move out of kids' ministry into student ministry. We are already beginning to look for people who have the gift of leadership to move them. So we want to create that, that all of us are looking. Who can we help? Let me give you one more thought in our DNA, in the culture that we are trying to create, and that is spiritual shepherding. One of the topics that is so close to the heart of God, you can read it all the way through the Old Testament and all the way through the New Testament. The greatest rebukes are for people that were in a role of shepherding that did not care for the sheep or the people that were under their care. Jesus looks at the people in Israel and weeps, he said, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So we want to help people. Uh, it's it, it, one of the things that I've learned as I've read through the Bible dozens and dozens of time is, times. When Israel had good leaders, they prospered. When they had good shepherds, they prosper. And so people that are planted in a house with good, solid, spiritual shepherding, they're going to prosper. So as we care for Christ, it, it allows them to grow and be in a position to be blessed of the Father beyond their wildest dreams. So let me tell you, we have to care for every soul that God sends. Every person that walks through the door, any campus, any ministry, they are all valued by the heart of God, created in the image of God. They matter to God, therefore they matter to us. We don't care if they have money or not. We don't care what color they are, what background they have. We are gonna love them in the name of Jesus. It is a part of what we do. It's why we have small groups for children, for students, for adults. It's why we create systems that, that really are superstructure. They're a, they're a fly paper. It is as we, as we have these systems to care for, to shepherd the people that God sends us. You know what? The better that we shepherd, the better that we care for people, the more that we can close the do back door of the church and people won't fall away from God. It is so valuable. It matters. I mean, people, you know, count to God and they've got to count to us. It's the most important thing to God. It's the most important thing to us. And frankly, one of the reasons that God has called you to be on the Faith Promise team is to love people, is to care for people, is to help other sort of heights that they never dream. There are people today that are lost in the weeks and months to come are gonna be saved. And you are gonna be the one that God is gonna to use to shepherd them and grow them into the full potential that God's place.
Does that scare you a little? Because that scares me when I think of my responsibility. That's why you're on the team. God's about to unleash heaven, and God is going to use you in ways you never dreamed. So let's get in the stream. Let's get in the flow, the DNA of what God is doing, and he'll take you to places off the map. Love you. Praying for you. See you next time.